We can't transmit because something else is already transmitting. Somewhere close, the signal's strong. Plane, how would What kind even... of transmission is it? could be a cell phone, maybe a radio signal. Can we listen to it? Let me get the frequency first. Hold on. Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello and welcome to episode number 49. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And wow, what an excellent episode of Lost. We are going to be talking about further instructions. And Stephanie, what did you think? Nail-biting. Edge of the seat. Best episode yet. You, like, best episode season three, best episode of Lost. Um... I'm I'm leaning towards best episode of Lost. I am, I think... That was, I'm telling you, the first 18 minutes could have been the entire, the entire episode. I agree. It I, was wicked cool. Nail-biting, wicked cool. Wicked cool. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And wh- what was up... I'm telling you, okay, we've, the, the first two episodes have gotten a lot uh, of negative feedback. People are saying, I'm expecting more, I want more, um, this really isn't holding up to my expectations. If people have bad things to say about this, they really should just stop watching Lost altogether. I agree. If you do not like this episode... Give it up. Just hang it up. It's over for you. <laughs> No doubt. I mean, that dream or trance or trip or whatever was going on there with Locke in the tent. Wicked cool. That was the best three minutes of Lost so far. Okay, well, it's right up there with the little flashback to the village people, if you know, (laughs) from the season premiere. I love that four minutes. So, But if, if you had to nail it down to three minutes, that was awesome. I absolutely loved it. That was better than three minutes. (laughs) <laughs> it was, wasn't it? So, hey, I have uh, some exciting news. We, I, this is unbelievable, people. Stop it. No, J- just go into. No, I have to tell you no, first. Just go into character I, analysis. We need to keep but, it moving. No, listen. Moving right along. Hey, Stephanie. Moving right along. It's already 1030. Let's no, go. I know, but I have to tell them this. I had the privilege. Stop it. Of taking the ABC corporate jets. The buildup. It, it, the buildup it is and bad. I traveled. So can we just to California? Okay, your special interview is going to be in Lost in the News. That's all you need to say. Character analysis. No, I, totally. I have Char- to live this up. Character. Listen, if, but you did that on the forum today. Well, if Ryan Oswick can sit there and and build up his thing with Jorge and Daniel, I can tell them okay. that I had a an exclusive Cliff. GSPN interview Cliff. with Damon and Carlton, and I got to hang out and have dinner with them. Cliff. Yeah. All right, let's just move in right along. I guess if you want to hear the... Ex- Maybe I'm just bitter because you didn't invite me. Well, I'm sorry, but they only... You selfish little podcaster. <laughs> I know. If Leave you- me behind to if- care for your children. <laughs> if you... Oh, you gallivant be- across the country. If you might be interested in hearing what a lost fan podcaster might ask the producers of this show... Then stick around for Lost in the News, which is coming up in this very episode. You know all you're going to ask him is, what do you think about me? Why would I do that? Anyway, so that's coming up in Lost in the News. Let's go ahead and talk about this episode in our normal fashion, which we like to start off by talking about the characters in our character analysis segment. Lost Character Analysis. Okay, so we have an episode devoted to 
one of my favorite characters. Is there any way to move my monitor? Uh, yeah, it would be picking it up physically and moving it. Yeah, but probably d- should have done that before we sat Before down. we recorded <laughs> would have been the time we were going to move that monitor. But you know what? You got this nifty little pause button. I do. Okay. As Ladies, long as you promise me that when we come back, you'll actually start recording. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> okay, so we're going to pause right now. Okay. Alrighty, and we're back. And, recording? Uh, it is recording For again. For real. Do you feel better now? You're absolutely sure. We are definitely recording Sweet. right yes. now. Yes, now I can read my notes without having to turn away from my mic. Very cool. So, totally lost track of my Character thought. analysis. We haven't even started. We're right on John. We're Oh, okay. So, this was an episode devoted solely to one of my favorite characters. Yep. Um, I... Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you interrupted me. You go right ahead. No, because I have no idea what I was going to say. You were going to say your favorite character. No, I John, wasn't. One of your favorite characters. And and I was going to make up what I was going to say next. But oh. if you've got something to say, by all means, say it because I don't have anything to say right well, now. Well, I was going to say that I actually like John in this episode. Oh, I know. And I was totally almost ready to not like him if he would have actually shot that guy in the back, Eddie. Oh yeah, that would have. That would have really changed it for me. It would have, but um. But um. But um, this John I like. Yes, it, it is the this old John. It John is the, the John we fell hunt. in love with in the know, first I think season. It's John on his nifty island drugs. <laughs> so so remember, there was. Did you or did you not say one time? I think I liked Charlie better when he was on the drugs. That was a long time ago. You, I think, but is that what you're saying about John here? No, I was just making a joke. I okay. Just, and no, I don't like Charlie better on the drugs. Although. Totally off subject. Did you notice um, Dominic's new hair, haircut? <laughs> no, I didn't. But I noticed that John's shirt seemed awful clean for somebody that once had a very blood-stained green t-shirt. Yes. It was quite clean. Quite. And where where did his <coughs> notepad and Sharpie come from? That is a good question. But he did... He's got this brand spanking new notebook and, and a black Sharpie. I think that they found it on Jay and Jack's... Uh, Super Walmart on the other side of the island. Oh, because okay. that's what happened to him, I guess. Yeah, because he had so much time to run to Super Walmart in between the the hatch imploding and well, don't waking you... up bloody in the jungle. Well, he, he <laughs> well the question is is waking up bloody in the jungle. What happened between in the hatch and when he woke up? That's what we don't know, and I don't even think he knows. So the imploded hatch <coughs> sent him flying straight over. To Super Walmart. To Super Walmart. To get him a new All shirt. Right, let's move along. So we like, we really like John in this episode. Right along. Yes, we did, in fact. Uh, so let's see here. What do we have? Do you have any notes? Because I don't. Oh, yes, I do. I have knife in hand. I'm going to save Mr. Echo. And John is back. John is and not even so much just back, but I think he was just better. And he was a hippie in a commune with pot growers, potheads. That John me. John Locke the pothead. <laughs> What's up with that? That that is really that really says something about why he was so says something about him being hypocritical on being so anti-drug Charlie. Well, I think maybe what we don't know is what happened to him after he didn't clean up the mess that he was supposed to there. Yeah. And so I think that 
John, something happened. I'm sorry, killing a cop is not cleaning up a mess. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. That's that's what they are implying that he should have done or right. was supposed to do. But to, I think that he's smart enough family. to know. He's smart enough to know. Do I need to move this back? Am I too loud? Yeah, you are actually. Oh, they they love this sound, babe. No, sorry, that's Cliff's fault. You folks with earbuds. Um, I'm sorry, Stephanie. Sorry. So, uh, is that better? I, would, would they rather me scream in their ear? For no, I'm sure that this is fine now. Okay. So, yeah, so John didn't uh, shoot the copper guy, Eddie, copper. the copper. <laughs> and so he obviously uh, probably turns in this new family that John becomes so connected to. But uh, I think that's the way it looks. I think what, and, and this is my theory. That what's gonna that what what? I hate that you don't look at me when we do this. Why? <laughs> Here, how, how's this? So <laughs> my theory. Oh goodness. Me, my theory is that what happens is John lets Eddie go, and he turns he, he well, not only I don't think just that, but I think Shut that there's hands. a full out a full blown out war between the police like a Waco, like a Waco thing. And I think that, that John loses this new family that he had. But not only that, but he saw how how ruthless. Or maybe or maybe his family catches Eddie and they do what John couldn't do. And he saw how brutal drugs can really mess up a person's um, maybe. ability to interact with the world. And, and okay. therefore, because of that, he decided these people were just as awful as his and father. And that could explain, because the way they left the episode didn't really explain him saying um john said to charlie bad things happen to, to people, people who hang around me yes and they didn't really close the episode explaining that comment so so obviously, obviously something, something bad, bad happened, happened to, to eddie. eddie right and and he and, and i think that that's why john was so much like you said was so much against drugs yeah because um he's already been there done that Okay. So John, John hanging out with the pothead family, and doing the little meditation thing in his sweat tent. That anyway, pretty nifty. <coughs> well, the the thing about character analysis. Oh, can the, I say? Yes, that, you can. Well, it might be a mystery. Anyway, when he's in his little, when he's in his little sweat lodge, sweat tent, whatever he called it. Uh huh. His sauna. <laughs> yeah, his sauna, <laughs> and. He's coming out of the dream sequence. Coming out of the dream sequence, yeah. You totally did not catch the polar bear in the fire. I, well, that's because I was taking notes. But yes. I'll listen to you excusing it away. No, I didn't even see the script. I didn't even see the fire. All I saw okay. was I, I, he had seen something in that. And I had to go back and show that to Cliff because Thank you. that was incredible. Well, that was awesome. It was cool. It was extremely awesome. And if it weren't for you having your eyes on the TV screen, I would have missed see, that. See, I, so. I may not take notes. Handwritten, but I love you, babe. Love you too. Let's I've go. got you, babe. <laughs> Hurley. Hurley. So I was gonna say the one thing about character analysis <laughs> in this episode, there weren't many, except no. for I'm gonna talk about somebody in just a minute. Yes. <clears throat> and something that's gonna make a little peep, some little listeners very upset with Mr. Cliff. Why do you get to talk like that? I don't know. Okay. It's just something I'm doing right now. Well, let's keep going because I'm sure people have turned us off already. Yeah, well, there was three people listening still. So anyway, Hurley as a ticket agent. That was cool. And that little trippy dream thing. That, that was, was cool. cool. And I, <coughs> is there some kind of... Now, there was all kind of flashes 
and all kinds of probably Easter eggs hidden all through that stuff. And right. so uh, that's why we come back Friday night and do a follow-up show because that's when our listeners show that they've been out there on the forum. And we're going to invite you guys to please check out the forums, look at all the things, take a look at the screen captures, then call our phone line, our listener line, and leave messages and tell us all the things that we didn't talk about tonight that you think are relevant to this podcast or to this episode of Lost. And uh, the Stephanie, you want to tell them the number that they call to get to us? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Because after I know zero nine five eight. That's all I know. Okay, it's area code four one three. Five two one zero nine five eight. That's our listener line. Give us a call. It's the area code that messes me up. Four one three. Somebody, anyway, we'll go on. <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, Hurley comes back from uh, his long trek from Otherville, and uh, he almost takes a knife in the chest. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> but uh, he didn't really have a whole a whole lot of, uh, of, of really interaction with people. Just with Desmond. With Desmond, dude, your your clothes. <laughs> Where's your clothes? Where's your clothes, man? So, um, anyway, he almost takes a knife in the chest. He, but Hurley does get the revelation at the be- at the end because of his talk about talk with Desmond. But that is definitely in exploring the mystery, yes, which is. is coming right up. Okay. So there's very few other characters. Mister Echo, good to see him back. We're glad he's alive. We're glad Desmond's alive. We're glad Locke's alive. And I'm not glad that two new people are alive. Are we going to talk about them now? I am going to. Well, yeah, because then we're done with character analysis. Unless you have any other character analysis outside of these two individuals. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about Nikki. I already despise Nikki more than I despised Anna Lulu. I cannot explain to you exactly why it is, but it could have had something to... The fact that to do with the fact that Hurley has been gone for days. Okay, he just walks in. He's carrying. He's he's ca- coming along with uh, <coughs> with um, Mr. Echo in tow with Charlie no, and, and. No, he came in with Desmond. Okay, so he comes in with comes in with Desmond. But anyway, he just walks back. Right. Okay. Has he had a chance to say anything to anybody to say anything? No, not that we've seen. Nothing. Well, it's right. obvious they've just come on right. the scene. Right. And what does Nikki do? Jack's gone. I don't understand. When were you gonna tell? When were you planning on telling us, Hurley? The her whininess has to go by the next episode. Or else the I next am going to. It's already filmed and locked. In. Well, I'm sorry. The, the the I I have personal connections with Damon and and, and Carlton, and the next yeah. time I sit down with them next week for our interview, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell them that. You know, they didn't explain to me when they because they were explaining a lot of things about Lost to me, but uh, they they did not explain to me that Nikki was gonna be this whiny little girl, and I'm sorry, but that needs to change. Or else I'm gonna invite Michael back. And and <laughs> I'm gonna get some bad feedback Seriously. from this. Anyway, I don't like N- Nikki. Uh, right. And I, I think can, I can think I... I think if she, I think I'm purposely gonna call her Nike. Stop uh, it! You are mean. <laughs> I am horrible. You are mean, and you are a troublemaking. 
and, and what's his name? Paulo? Paulo? I, I think so. Paulo. 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 Okay, I have one Apollo question. Bar. One question. What? Is he like new to the island? <laughs> or he, has he not been there for the last 70 days? Okay, well, we obviously know for a fact that he is supposedly one of these many other survivors right? from the fuselage section of the plane. Right. So how come he doesn't know who they are? Exactly. I mean, J- Jack's gone? Where where did he who's go? Who's Jack? I thought they were... <laughs> Is that what he said? He no. didn't say who's Jack. He's like, but who are they? Who are you talking about? It's like, dude, it's the person who sk- killed Scott or Steve or one of, whoever Ethan that was. Ethan was one of them. I mean, hello, dude. I don't care if you've been hiding in a tent with your little <laughs> Nike friend uh, and and hanging out together, you know, on your honeymoon on the island or whatever's going on there. But you have to know a little bit about the fact that there are some other people on the island. I mean, hello, there's a clue. I don't care if you've been in your tent steaming up the little plastic window uh, with Nike. Uh, you had Wait, you, you are being so I am. mean. I, but you have to understand, John Locke screamed, and I'm going to turn my head so this doesn't blow their eardrums. We're not the only ones on the island, and you know it! I mean, they had to have at least hear that speech. I mean, come on. Mr. Paulo, there are other people on the island. Hello? You've just lost every Brazilian listener you have. I'm sorry. This is the Tom Cruise of Brazil? My goodness, Brazilian people. Okay, let's lay up on him because somebody wrote him that line. I know. Let's go back to the writers of the show who think the new character needs to be explained who the others are. I need to sit down with Carlton and Damon, and I will do that next week when I hang out with them. I didn't look at the credits to see who wrote this show. (laughs) And it doesn't matter, so... Well, I usually... Yes, it does, because they wrote him that stupid line. Sometimes you're just... I don't understand. When were you going to tell us, Hurley? (laughs) Guys, you could have told us, like, you could have yelled sometimes, at us. Sometimes, that... are you looking at me? No, I'm not. I, let me look at you. Sometimes. Wow, you're pretty sexy. People are just written bad lines. Anna and Lulu? these two, Anna Lucia was one of them. These two have been written crappy introduction lines. And you here's did a my... poor job of introducing <coughs> these characters to us. Absolutely. It, I, and I'm sorry. A lot the of people... rest of the episode was... It, blowing this was you the away. Be- this was the best episode of Hands Lost. Down, and best they totally ever. screwed up the introduction of these characters, which I happen to know they cast these members for this show when we were in Disneyland, remember or Disney World. And yes, when did. was that? That was August. That was July. July. It was July. We read End it of, on the front page of of, of of USA Today, and we we read all about it and. I mean, hello, July, let's see, uh, August, September, October, three full months you could have worked on some opening lines for Nike and po- and Apollo Barman. <laughs> Stop it! I'm going to have to mute you. You can't reach. <laughs> I will get up! <laughs> okay. <coughs> so anyway, um, well, needless to say, I'm not a huge Nike and Apollo Bar fan. <laughs> so that's all I have to say. So far, <laughs> I'm hoping that changes. Well, please change their characters' lines. Give yes. them if you're going to put new characters in the show, make it worth make it worthwhile. Okay, so let's explore some of the mystery Absolutely. in this episode, which was awesome. By Maybe the way, the mystery is why they're so dense. <laughs>
We're lost on an island. Oh, from listen. Boars and freaking polar bears. Freaking polar bears. I've looked into the eye of this island, and what I saw was beautiful. Lost. Exploring, Exploring the, the mystery. mystery. I'm sorry. I am so pumped up. You are on island drugs tonight. I took... I've been in the sweat tent, babe. Now listen. I am a hunter. Listen to me. No, I am the hunter. You are not <laughs> the okay. hunter. I'm the fruit picker. <laughs> I don't even know if we do that far. <laughs> Rim does a perfect job on that bumper. On that bumper. He works so hard. Did I screw it up? need to yell into the microphone. I... Sometimes you need to yell into the Did microphone. Did you just mute me? No, I turned myself down. I heard a little humming noise in the background. That's because you're yelling so loud. <coughs> Is it because I'm yelling so loud? So, hey, uh, exploring the you're, mystery. You're, you're on the line of obnoxious. I have very few notes here. Actually, I have lots of notes, but they're very short little <laughs> few notes. And um, uh, We got an eye opener. Yeah. Are you reading my notes? Isn't that why I'm looking at them? Yes, go ahead. So, we have another you eye opener. every time you talk. I know Locke's eye is opening the scene or this episode this time, yes. which I thought was cool, and it, it goes back. You know, is this just a reoccurring thing? Uh, is this some kind no, of? I think hint? it means something. You think it means something about? I think it that, has a meaning, or that, they just like it, or that th- this is all in it's all in the eye of the beholder. Beholder, uh, which means that they could very much end it that way. They they could end it just like make up your own. <laughs> Make up your own ending. Yeah, I wish I knew what that that buzzing noise was in our, our sound. Probably a fan yeah. on that computer that's no, gonna blow up. No, it's listen. Hold on, be very silent. You hear it? It's the. You know, if I still yeah, edited these so, podcasts, that, that yeah, then I'd fix yeah. it. But okay, I'm not going so, to. So, so yes. Merry I, Christmas. I, I think the. I I really like what I just said. I really like in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, I'm gonna hold on to that. Okay. Um, so just remember that that was mine. Don't if try they to end it, okay. If they if they edit, end the series with the it's all in the eye of the beholder. What do you mean? What would that look like? Because I'm not quite following you. I don't know. Let, let me think about it. <laughs> I was just it. It just, just sounded cool. Top of my head, absolutely. It sounded cool. It made me look like I know what's going on, and and now I've exposed now that it's nothing. Exposed my stupidness. Thank you. <laughs> I am so sorry. Oh my goodness! I I apologize. Everybody, please do me a favor. Skip two minutes ago. <laughs> Pretend that Jesus never... Six looks really different now. The, yes, I wonder if somebody will do it. Has a... nothing to do with the fact that it's covered in blood. No, no. It the the scriptures when when yeah, they're more the Jesus detailed. stick first of all falls from heaven, which I think is cool. I love that it falls out of the sky and hits John awesome. on the head. That's that awesome. awesome. High five. We just high five. That was totally yeah. Awesome. We're dorks. We can't help it. So that was totally cool. <laughs> uh, so it, it falls from heaven and <coughs> or from the sky, nails him in the head, and uh, I'm gonna hit you in the head with my Jesus stick. <laughs> just got that. Anyway, um, so it, he holds it. He holds it up. And um, you know they're the, more detailed. It, it so you noticed it. I did. It, it's it, you know because hold on, in that <coughs> in that brief second. <coughs> Excuse me. In that, I cannot believe you just coughed. Oh yeah, like you haven't doing it for the last ten podcasts. Okay, so here's the deal. The, in a brief second, and it, I mean it was on the screen for what a, a second, maybe two seconds, two full seconds. It looked as if it was engraved with the machine. It was almost it that clear. 
it was but very the, uh, detailed. It was very, very good carve writing, I guess you would say. Carving. But it was like handwriting. I was making a little I, pun. I, I, I that, know. I got it. Well, when, then why did you correct me? Because you corrected me. Okay, so now you exposed my stupidness. Absolutely. Okay, so go and skip 20 seconds ago. <laughs> so anyway, um, this is what we... You know, the funny part is, is back when I edited these, what's that, what me po- pointing out the fact that you're in the eye of the beholder really didn't mean yeah, anything. Yeah, that's what you would edit I out. would edit that part out, and I would just leave it in, leaving you sound s- smart. No, smart. And you would... And, and people... People no, say because- Stephanie talks a lot more now. It's because Stephanie <laughs> always put down everything I said before, and I edit all that crap out. It's like Stephanie never gets a chance to say anything. It's like, people- oh, trust me, she said a lot. It took me two hours to edit all that stuff out. <laughs> yeah, people, that's what people, people think thought we-, we loved each other. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, people think that we have a problem in our relationship right now. They should have heard it the unedited crap before. <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh! You think that we have a hard time together? Yeah, we stick to loss. <laughs> oh, are we off topic? Again. I cannot believe that. But yes, absolutely. The the stick looks so yes very the, detailed. I'm gonna pull up a. Uh, okay, I'm not because I'm too lazy now. But I'm gonna hope that somebody out there will do a screen capture. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need to change that scheduled time we'll never, for that update. Uh, <laughs> and got, we got our little AVG update. We're getting our antivirus update over there. Uh, <laughs> that happens every week at this time. <laughs> Actually, it happens every day at this time. I know, mm-hmm. but we're never down here recording other than that. Okay. Where were we? John can't talk when the episode opens. No, but I was in the, the island has totally oh, screen cut capture. off his... Just ca- comparing the... We're pr- moving right along. The pre ha- the clip. <laughs> the pre-hatch clip. The moving right along was us bickering, the talking about the editing, but a, a pre-implosion uh, stick and post-explosion stick. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So anyway, uh, yes. Maybe the implosion. Okay. So John can't talk. Yes, he needs to speak to the island, which I love Charlie giving him a hard time. It's like yes, Charlie giving him a hard time. In case you was quite funny. Oh, dude, the funniest line Charlie says. In, in case you don't know, you've enforced a strict uh, zero tolerance <laughs> zero policy tolerance. on the island. That was cool. That I was that. totally He's cool. He's like, dude, you want my help? Do you know that I despise you? <laughs> yes. You, did you so, not? Do you not remember you, you punching can... me repeatedly in the face? <laughs> that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. I like Charlie sticking up for himself. Charlie is awesome. He totally rocks now. Absolutely. And okay. uh, let's see here. So, so Boone says to John, "You'll you don't have this on your notes. This is in my notes." He says, "You'll speak when you need to. Wait a when second. you have something to say." Wait a second. Where are your notes? Now, why can't you share those? She's pointing to her head. Just so you know. Here, let me give him a, a, like an audio effect. <laughs> that my head is empty? I did not say that. Because that's what it sounds like. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe you just said that. (laughs) (laughs) Are you saying it sounds like your head is empty, babe? No. (laughs) Okay. Stephanie. Earth to Stephanie. Uh, I can't download my notes. I, I'm sorry, I just can't. You, okay, go ahead. So he says, 
you'll speak when what? You have something worth saying. Or you have something in... Yes. And you have something worth... Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool, babe. I love you. Uh, at uh. least I didn't have to go back seven times to write down exactly what he said. People know what he said. <laughs> He said something about you'll ha- when you have something to say. You'll he be was able to trying talk. to tell Boone he was sorry. Yes, he that was. he should have been. And Boone says, "I was the sacrifice that the island that required. the island required or demanded or something." And John tries to say that <coughs> it should have been him. I really think that that's what he was trying to say. Maybe, but I would have to go back and watch it again. And Boone says. You will speak when you have something worth saying. Yeah, and so one or worth being heard. Or there something. were a couple things anyway. that Boone said to John that made me write down the notes. I loved that you're going to bring the family back together. Yes, I loved that you're going to bring the family. Now I'm assuming after seeing the entire episode that the family is just the fuselage people. I would assume because when I first heard it, I'm thinking, wait a second. Is John going to be the person who reunites the the crash victims with the others as one big happy no. family? No, I'm just saying that's what absolutely not after seeing the episode, but that's the first thing that ran through my mind. Right. So, uh, but no, he's going to bring the family. He's going to go get Mr. Echo, bring him home, uh, nurse him, make him feel all good and stuff, and <laughs> maybe give him some, some happy paste. <laughs> Yeah. Why did he have to eat that? Why couldn't he have put it on an open wound is, like he did? It looked like a bunch of cow dung. <laughs> it's disgusting. It was gross. It was gross. It was gross. So anyway, I, 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 sh- I wonder if I should have bleeped out cow dung. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, first you have to clean up your own mess. It We've already talked a little bit that about Boston that. Boston Legal we watched last time. Boston Legal. <laughs> Getting closer to... About Scientology. Anyway. Yeah, that was a horrible episode of it Boston was. Liberal. But that I mean, one legal. part was really funny. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so Geronimo Jackson no, t-shirt. you have to clean up your own mess. I just said that. What, you but were, is that all you were going to say? Was that you were just saying it? You weren't. Unless you want to say something. Go ahead. No. Do you have something to say? Just that it's about time that John start taking responsibility for yeah. his actions. And it's all his fault, the fact that... None of this would have happened if he wouldn't have caused this Absolutely. mess by losing his faith. Absolutely. Okay. Gotcha. Go okay. ahead. Geronimo Jackson shirt. <coughs> Not a big thing. I don't think it's no. I don't think Geronimo Jackson is any kind of large, overarching clue to the solving the mystery of Lost. However, but it's cool that they're tying it. In. It was cool that they kind of tossed that in there because yeah. it's a fictitious uh, group that they made for Lost and. Uh, how they tied that in, and, and it's an obvious nod to longtime viewers of Lost who have been following along. Yes, because that is something you would never have picked up if you were only one of those new viewers to Lost. I love how who, you do your quotes like they can see. You. I know. I wish there was an audio way to do quote quote. But anyway, one of the if you were just one of the new that's viewers, that's not a hint to go make him one, <laughs> Scott. Okay. So anyway. <coughs> What was I going to say? Oh, it's it's it it's a nod to it, it. There's there are some people who are just coming into Lost and that they're relying on the those clip shows to to get them what they need. Dude, you would have totally missed the Geronimo Jackson thing. Right. So so those it was a is a nod to those of us who have stuck it okay. out. Okay. What's up was, with Desmond being naked? 
What is up with Why that? Why does he wake up naked? <coughs> Why does he? It makes no sense at all. Unless his clothes were the sacrifice that the island requ- <laughs> demanded. I have no idea. He wasn't wearing anything metal, so I don't see why it would have taken his clothes when it imploded. Yeah, I, I have no idea. That is a good question, and it's obviously why that's in the mystery be, section. Maybe someone just thought it would be really funny to write nakedness into the... They needed some nakedness. It's, you know what it's was... It's nakey time. Even more funny than um, him being naked was how uncomfortable Hurley was yeah, with that him was, being naked. That was kind of weird. Skimming rocks on the on the yeah. shore wearing Hurley's tie-dye t-shirt. Yeah. It was just, uh, yeah, it was just weird. Anyway. So I have a question for you. Yeah. What's up with the toy Tonka looking dump truck? Well, that kind of makes me wonder if maybe um, that polar bear hasn't gotten a hold of some of the kids, obviously. Yeah, but I'm sorry, but did the others really where come and take did the kids get the dump truck from the world, <laughs> from the real world? I have a theory. Okay, here we go. I have a theory. It's what's the Ben book? has obviously said that he has been on the island since he was a little boy, or yeah, he's always Is it Ben's. I think it was Ben's. Tra- his it was his dump truck, and I believe that Ben loved his dump truck. I believe that Ben was so attached to the only boyhood item that he had that one day the polar bear took it from him. And from that point forward... He's been mean. He's been mean, nasty, and maniacal. And evil. And evil. And I'll never trust him. Okay. So, that's my theory. It's an interesting theory. Thanks, Tom. So anyway, uh, let's see here. Um, Desmond, why didn't... Let's see. What did he mean? Oh, okay. So here, I'm writing the notes as we're watching. I'm like, right. what did he mean when he talked about Locke's speech? And then he says, don't... He says to Hurley, don't worry. Locke's going to go after them. He said so in his speech. And I tell you, we watched that speech three times before Cliff caught on. <laughs> I did. I am. <laughs> well, that's because I was wanting to go back and find out what Mrs. Uh, Nike and uh, Apollo Bar Man were saying. I was trying to get those words, that little, when were you going to tell me, Harley? Huh? You're holding out information. We're not in the You're in the annoying. Club. You're annoying me. I annoy you all the time. What's so different about right now when I'm blind? I don't know. When were you going to tell us, I, I don't know, but it, it really is a little... Annoying? Over the edge. Okay. So, um... You you can just you can just talk about it in a normal voice. You don't no, have to I can't. Do that I got to do that. It, it, oh, okay. It's why I. I well, I tell like... me next time so I can like plug my ears. Okay, <laughs> plug your ears. <laughs> what are we gonna do, Hurley? What are you gonna tell us? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we can move right along. I look now. like McKenna. <laughs> so uh, our eighteen-month-old has learned how to plug her ears when we talk to her. It's so quite funny. Desmond is out there tossing rocks as John is giving the speech. Yes. At the end of the episode, that about an hour or two earlier, Desmond told Hurley about. Yes. What's up with that? Well, one, either Desmond had a dream. And saw the future. About Locke's speech and right and saw the future. Or. Or he's time traveling. Time. Oh, I so like time traveling. I know. I like a dream. I no, I so want I so <coughs> excuse me. I so want 
Desmond to have already experienced all of this once before. That everything that's occurring, not just the speech, but the whole ordeal has all happened before. Just like this. And it's kind of like one of those, I'll never be able to get into tomorrow until we correct today kind of deal. That would be cool. That's kind of like that daybreak. Yes, that's getting ready to come. Yeah. So anyway, in the, in the thirteen week, it's just- it's a totally overdone theme with movies, Groundhog Day, and all mm-hmm. that other junk. <coughs> but <coughs> anyway, excuse me. Um, yeah, time travel. I, I think it. But anyway, the way that he's tossing the rocks out and skimming, skipping them, or whatever he's doing out there, he's kind of like the look on his face is like, I've we've been through this before. I, how this nothing's changing. You know, kind of, he's frustrated with how things are going. So, and then, um, <coughs> I don't know if this, I think this is all out of, no, well, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Did you like that? I sound like Damon and Carlton already. So, Mr. Echo says to John while he's, uh, while Charlie goes to fetch some water. Or John dreams it. <laughs> or the island is giving him a message through. Right. Through. Through Mr. Echo. Uh, he says... You can still protect them. You can still save them. You will find them. After all, John, you are a hunter. Okay, so my timing's a little off. But anyway, (coughs) that was my little... Mr. Echo impression, since I'm too lazy to go in. I wonder what Adewale thinks about that. Adewale. I don't know. We'll have to ask him. Maybe I'll have an interview with Adewale one day. So that's all I have. Um, you know, the, the island is obviously speaking to John in his in his. John new and the Mr. island are back in sync. They are, they are like lovers back together again. So, yeah. Anyway, hey, do you have anything else about this episode? Like initial stuff that you want to say, or did we cover pretty much everything? And we'll have we to wait for everything. our listeners it to was, call. It was just wicked cool. <coughs> totally, that was totally wicked. wicked. All right. So anyway, lost in the news. Lost in the news. Okay, before we get into our Damon and Carlton interview. I have to tell everybody out there about a new podcast that I'm starting to listen to. And it is... Which you need to set in my download. The Heroes Podcast? Or you need to figure out how we can do the same. Yeah, we'll do that. So, here's the deal. Jeremiah, good friend of mine... Well, a good friend of mine. Through podcasting, I've met him. And uh, Jeremiah was inspired by our podcasting uh, to do... <laughs> what is so funny about that? Anyway... That we would inspire anyone. We've inspired lots of people. I know. We've inspired a lot of people to unsubscribe from our podcast, but <laughs> that's a whole different story. Nothing surprising. <coughs> but anyway, Jeremiah used to do a faith media podcast, and he tried it for a while, and and he kind of lost interest in in the way that show was going. And I've continually encouraged him, dude. I, I even it doesn't matter what you talk about; just talk about something because I like listening. I, I think that. You're you're a very interesting person to listen to. So Jeremiah recently started the very first inaugural Heroes fan podcast. I'm excited. The new television show Heroes. Now I will tell you that the first one, 
or two episodes of this well, podcast. we missed the first episode, so... No, I'm go- talking about of the podcast. Oh, of the podcast. Uh, the first two episodes of this podcast are much like the first two episodes of the podcast you're listening to right now. It wasn't that great. Okay, so <clears throat> production-wise and, and, and stuff like that, he's not quite got into the format. Uh, the The actual first full-length podcast where he talked about the most recent episode... His recap was just like sitting down with him, watching the whole episode. He totally recapped second by second, telling you what commercials were on almost. But but Jeremiah had gotten a lot of feedback from other people who were listening to him. And I believe that if you give him another week to two weeks, he's going to be getting himself into a major groove. And I think it's going to be one of the greatest fan podcasts out there for heroes. Because I'm sure others will pop up. But his will be, have been the first, and his will be the best. I, I, I know it. And so I'm encouraging everybody out there, if you've not watched um, Heroes yet, you and, and Steph, we missed the first episode. Yeah, we're going to catch it on the 22nd. They're so, going to have a marathon. Exactly. Sunday, October 22nd, there is a Heroes marathon, and you can get caught up on all of the episodes. Is that on your <coughs> local NBC channel? It is on your local whatever, yeah, NBC, NBC. channel. So um, here's the deal. You can get to uh, the, if you want to subscribe to the feed for Jeremiah's podcast, it's uh, www.geocities.com forward slash project Jeremiah forward slash heroes dot RSS. Or just go to the iTunes directory and uh, do a search for Heroes Podcast. So, Jeremiah, I hope that you're ready for thousands of new listeners because they're on their way. Anyway, now to the most awesome thing. I had the privilege of having an interview with Damon and Carlton. Uh, <coughs> I had this awesome phone call, and uh, before I knew it, I am actually being flown on the ABC corporate jet from the Cincinnati, North Kentucky airport over to California, where I met and sat down with Damon and Carlton. Now, just so you, <coughs> so you know, I had my podcasting gear all set up, recorded a 90-minute interview with them. However, I had to sign a huge waiver form that gives them all explicit rights to edit down the interview, uh, just in case you know there might be something in there they don't want read. And so uh, the problem is, is that through the interview, Damon and Carlton had a few too many drinks. And, well, they shared with me everything... About this island, I know the whole the whole black box that they're breaking open if they get canceled. I know all of that and all the stuff they've added. <coughs> and because they shared so much, ABC confiscated my tapes, and well, they edited my podcast and said, "Here's what you can play for your listeners." And so, unfortunately, this is all that's left of my interview with Damon and Carlton. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Cliff Ravenscraft, and I have the distinguished pleasure of bringing to you an exclusive GSPN interview with the producers of Lost, Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse. Uh, Damon, Carlton, thank you very much for setting aside some time to sit with me and talk with me here today. You know, our podcast listeners are simply going to go nuts when they find out the fact that you guys have allowed me to meet with you. 
Uh, wow, this is awesome. Do you mind start off starting off by uh, saying hello to the Generally Speaking podcast listeners? Hi, podcast listeners. Oh. Hello, listeners. First off, I want to say that I'm so glad that Lost is back on. I mean, what an extremely long summer it had been. And, uh, well, you know, a lot of people have been a little miffed uh, about the way that Season 1 has started off. Yes, exactly. Personally, I've totally enjoyed the first five minutes of the Season 3 premiere uh, episode. I mean, I thought that seeing the flashback of the other's little neighborhood on the island, that was fantastic. I was totally blown away. That's awesome. You know, in the Generally Speaking Lost Forum, a few folks had posted that you guys had promised to wow us with a lot of action and adventure in this season. And I do tend to agree with them that we haven't yet seen a lot of action so far. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. So my guess is that in Episode 3, we're going to start seeing some of that action you guys have been talking about? If we ever get back to the frickin' beach, we could find out. Yes, exactly. Awesome. Well, uh, let's see. I have a personal question. Do you guys um, listen to the Lost Fan Podcast out there? I mean, gosh, what are there? I think 20 of them now. Uh, do you guys listen to any of them? Um, yes. I love your podcast, by the way. Wow, really? You guys listen to the Generally Speaking Weekly Lost Podcast? Yes. You know, I will say there's a, you're, you're very sort of perceptive. Oh, thank you. Well, uh goodness uh let me ask you this what do you guys think about my thomas theory it boggles the mind yeah i know it seems kind of a little far-fetched in a few areas but uh you really think i'm on to something with this thomas theory that is a much better theory than my chew time polar bear eating theory so um, i'll go with that i've been working on some modifications to the thomas theory after you guys switched the desmond's girl photo on me how's that going Listen, I'm not telling you guys anything. I mean, I know you guys change entire scripts of episodes just to throw me off your trail when I'm getting too close to solving this whole thing. I beg to differ. Oh, come on. I have some personal friends in Hawaii. I mean, there's this one guy named... Well, let's just say his initials are R.O. Anyway, he was at a shooting location not too long back, and I guess he had told me that you guys had just finished listening to the Generally Speaking Lost podcast where I was talking about my proof that Libby was another, and he happened to have some recording gear there, and when he had heard the conversation in the restaurant, he decided to go ahead and turn it on, and had this microphone that picked up everything. Now, this is you, Damon, on this audio clip that I'm going to play here, and this is what you said to Carlton after hearing that. Let me, let me pull up. I'm going to listen to this. I'm going to play this clip. I think it's time to go back and reevaluate. I think it's time to go back and reevaluate. That's awesome. Excellent. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's talk about Sawyer for just a moment. Now, I think that Sawyer is a jerk for pouring out the water and just to spite Juliet and not giving any thought whatsoever to Kate's thirst. I mean, after all, she was the one doing all the hard work in the hot sun. I mean... I'm sure he felt like a creep afterwards and he looked over at her, but the fact is, it's the fact that he never even considered her when he had that cantina of, a canteen of water in his hand. I mean, what a jerk. I, first of all, I don't think Kate's all that much of a catch anyway, uh, but Sawyer is so much of a creep, I don't think any girl should choose to get into a relationship with him, do you? Uh, no, clearly not. Well... Anyway, hey guys, I realize you have to get back to filming episode number four. I really want to thank you guys for your time. 
Uh, I know that uh, you guys are going to do some awesome stuff. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but I uh, just want to, again, say thank you for this time. All righty. Well. well, thank you very much. Seriously, it's it's my pleasure. Hey, do you think we can get together for more interviews in the future? That'd be exciting. Awesome. So maybe we can set something up for next week. Excellent. Well, everybody, that's my interview here with uh, Damon and Carlton. Uh, the guys are going to go and uh, buy me dinner. So uh, I'm out of here. Wow, I tell you, that was so awesome. Okay, I, I have to come clean. And, and I feel... I feel I almost feel bad. You should. I, I almost feel bad for a certain individual. You on, are a rotten troublemaker. I, I, matter of fact, I am going in here. I want to hear you I make, and grovel. I, <laughs> I want to make a public apology to Greg Graham. Now, Greg Graham is a brand new member of the Generally Speaking Lost Forum. And... Let me read to you a little bit of what happened here today in the forum. Today I made a post in episodes three discussion thread. It says, hey guys, uh, under five hours till loss, and if all goes well, episode number 49 of our show should be up just before the folks on the West Coast get to start watching. Would you guys believe that I had dinner last night with Damon and Carlton? Oh yeah. Not to be outdone with Ryan Oswa and his personal interview with Jorge and Daniel, I went straight to the top. The boys, as I now affectionately call them, sent the ABC corporate jet to pick me up here in Kentucky and I went and so that I could do an exclusive interview with them. Wow, we had a great time together. I will be playing a short five-minute interview in tonight's podcast, Keep Your Eyes on the GSPN feed. And then, very first post Greg Graham ever posts in our, in our forum. Wow, I'll that's a... <laughs> no, he's already got four now, so... Wow, that's amazing. Will you be posting the full interview eventually, or just clips? <laughs> and I was like, oh, dude, this is too much fun. So I, then I went, and I wrote, well, see, we actually talked for hours, but then Carl, Damon and Carlton had said. a few too many drinks. You already yeah. said. So anyway, um, I was totally bummed. Anyway, I'll play the whole five minutes that they the producers finally sent back to me, and... So anyway, so there was the end of thing. And then he wrote back, he goes, that's too cool. So do you know the whole master plan? And if yes, are you dis- disappointed, A, with what's going to happen, and B, the fact that you know what's going to happen? And looking forward to, the, uh, he says, looking for the pod- to, forward to the podcast anyway, only subscribed yesterday, but listened to a couple old ones already. Great work. Luckily, he didn't hear the Jorge interview that I did, because he would have known about this. Uh, I'm in the UK, so it's great to be able to be back and lost without having to wait until next year. So, and then, <coughs> then Law Dog says, uh, "Now that you have been briefed on everything, does this mean that you're going to start talking in cryptic, ambiguous terms? I wonder if they have not made you one of them." I, I know Travis didn't fall for this. I mean, come on, Travis. Definitely, no, I never talked to him. Uh, so, Damon, would it be safe to say that in... Let's see. So, anyway, they, they went on and on. I had a lot of people going. Even Dash N. Uh, he says, uh, I can't wait for the edited, re-edited recording. Cheers. And uh, and then one other newbie says, Wow, I thought you were just a regular guy. Rubbing shoulders with the big wigs. Awesome. <laughs> I can't believe how gullible some people See, are. He took this he took this special island drug before he went to bed last night. And he really dreamed the whole thing up. I did dream that whole thing up. So anyway, Sometimes I Sometimes it's really painful <coughs> to be married to such a nerd. 
<laughs> Excuse me. Oh, I I'm sorry. am not a nerd. I'm sorry. You're a geek. I am a geek. I'm sorry. I am a geek. But I that am interview, not a nerd. That interview walked the line of nerd. <laughs> no, that interview was full of geeky goodness. Uh, okay. Okay. So, anyway, I apologize. But I, I apologize because I felt really bad that you let him on all day. <laughs> Poor but, Greg. I mean, nah. seriously. He, I mean, he's a new listener. I mean, we didn't have him last week, and if he gives up on us this week because it's not like we lost anything. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm totally kidding. Yeah, totally not so kidding. much funny. <coughs> I'm laughing, and you're the only one. No, I'm not. There's somebody at work right now getting in trouble for listening to this podcast at work. Cause they're I gonna, doubt it. No, seriously. Uh, email us and tell us that you got in trouble because you just laughed out loud. And then uh, they'll get in trouble for sending an email. Anyway, we got some listener feedback. Do we? Yes. Colonel Locke, is this line secure? Line secure, go ahead. Hey, Cliff, Stephanie, Toy. This is Michelle from Texas. This is Kim from Indiana. Josh from California. Jennifer from Florida. Sam in Tucson. Kimberly from California. Paul in Memphis, Tennessee. Listener feedback. Target area is acquired. We are a go. Roger that. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie, this is Jeff, also known as X-Force 11. Wow, talk about an island mystery episode. You got your fill this one, didn't you, Cliff? Uh, just a few catches. I just wanted to uh, let you know about it. References. Uh, Charlie talks about... Uh, trees having good conversation, what well, in joke with Lord of the Rings there, and um, and then we have uh, uh, devolving into a monkey, uh, where Charlie talks uh, says he'll guard and make sure uh, he doesn't uh, devolve into a monkey. That's from Altered States. Uh, so those are just two reference catches uh, from the evening and. Uh, Here's an interesting thought to the time travel uh, deal. How does Desmond know that uh, uh, Locke's going to give the speech about going to find them? Uh, does he see the future? Did he have a vision? Uh, did he travel in time? Is this a loop? What's the deal there? Uh, just some thoughts to think about. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you very much there, Jeff. Great to hear from you right after the episode. And, uh, yeah, those are all excellent things, and uh, I, I didn't pull out the Lord of the Rings thing. I, I, I'm a huge fan of Lord of the Rings, but I didn't I even think you. about the trees. So, uh, next is another Jeff, only spelled differently, and he's from Buffalo. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. It is Jeff in Buffalo, New York, and just want to comment about tonight's episode. I thought that it was a real good one. I, I, uh, it was different from last week. I, I really liked the tension from last week, but it's sure good to, to see what's going on with Locke and with Hurley. Uh, boy, I love the I love the stand down in, in Locke's flashback that he had uh, with that cop, and he said the same line that, that Son did, uh, or that Colleen, uh, Colleen said to Son, uh, you know, you're not going to shoot me, you're not a murderer, and, you know, Son, we did not expect her to shoot, but she did shoot. And we certainly thought Rock was going to shoot, uh, but didn't. I just thought that was real interesting how they did that back-to-back. But I thought something that was real interesting tonight is a couple of more spiritual themes. I'm sure Cliff will probably bring these up, but uh, Desmond, looking like a hippie Jesus, 
and got his ESP and power, ESP, ESP powers. And strange, we're supposed to. Uh, it's obviously supposed to be an important thing, but then also with with Locke being mute after the hatch, you know, it's very very similar to the story of Zacharias in the Bible. Zacharias was the father of John the Baptist, and John the Baptist was was born uh, when his wife was in uh, old age, and she was supposedly barren. Or she was barren. And he just didn't believe the promise of God. And so it's interesting that uh, uh, in the Bible, Zacharias was, was mute until John the Baptist was born, and then he believed. And then here's Locke. Uh, I, I'm sure that that is uh, very intentional, but uh, I wonder what some deeper meanings of what they're trying to say about Locke having his belief back. So love to hear the discussion on that, guys. And you guys are doing a good job. Stay lost. Hey, thank you very much, Jeff. In fact, uh, you're absolutely right. The Zachariah uh, thing was his his mute his his punishment of being mute was definitely a result of his disbelief. And uh, during the well, pretty much during all the official podcasts, and then through um, all the season two DVD, you know, commentaries and all that other stuff. Uh, the the producers have definitely taught us that that John had had the spiritual journey that he was on, and he had lost his faith. And so I I think there is absolutely no question as to whether or not that is a spiritual tie, uh, spirit, spiritual reference and tie to the Zachariah story. So uh, at least that's my theory, and uh, I'm sticking to it. And I think it's your theory as well. So it's an interesting theory. And now I I just received this email and I just converted it to a WAV file and just amplified it, but I have no idea who it is. But it's new and it has to probably be regarding this episode, I would assume, since it just came in. So let's go ahead and play it. Hey, Cliff. Scott from Nashville. Now that's what I'm talking about. That was a great episode. I thought that episode was way better than either of the first two episodes. And introduced some new questions. Apparently Desmond's got some kind of special uh, powers. Don't know what's going on there, whether he was bilocating or was able to foresee the, the, the uh, future or what. But I'm um, curious about Locke and his involvement. He First he's working on a dope farm and then he has the gall to, uh, to tell Charlie not to do heroin. It's kind of a uh, Losing a little bit of credibility there. I guess maybe we'll see how. Maybe we'll see some more flashbacks and see how that marijuana farm thing irons itself out after the cop gets back. But anyway, great episode. I'm anxious to hear what you guys picked up and what your um, folks on the forum picked up about it. So look forward to hearing your podcast. Bye. Thank you very much, Scott from Nashville. Uh, absolutely. I, I think the whole. The whole thing we talked about a little bit earlier. I think the the fact is that something happened uh, after uh, John didn't shoot uh, Eddie, and something happened that completely opened Locke's eyes to the whole problem with the drug addiction and drug problem and stuff like that. And that's why he was so hard on Charlie. But yet, then he goes and 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 eats cow dung. 
So I, I don't know what was going on there. So anyway. That's just gross. Do I know. You have to keep saying it. I, I, I think I use it for the shock value, babe. Ugh, I have, I, it's like my kids. They, they like to say, but, and it makes them laugh. And so I'm, I'm just a kid at heart. So here's some calls that came in before the episode. And this is what Alaska Brad said. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. Alaska Brad calling in. Hey, I was just listening. And actually, I have it on pause until I'm done with this phone call, the uh, official Lost podcast in which they uh, stated that, uh, you know, with Henry's acknowledgement that he's been on the island for uh, all his life and the Dharma Initiative just coming about in the 80s that there were other people. These other people, and here's my theory, these other people that he might be associated with and was adopted into the Dharma Initiative uh, are the other others that... uh, well, the, that have the kids, pretty much. Uh, the teddy bear uh, group of others, they're hiding out. They have to live, you know, in an uncivilized manner in order to hide out from these other people that came and took over their island. So that's my theory right now until it gets, you know, debunked, of course. Anyways, thanks for your time. Bye-bye. Thank, thank you very much there, Alaska Brad. And um, moving right along, uh, because we, w- we want to get this up before the... Uh, West Coast viewers even get a chance to watch the episode. Uh, so let's move on to Andrew. Hey, it's Andrew from Salt Lake City, Utah. I just want to say awesome podcast. Um, and I, Cliff, this is for you. I just want to know, I know if you email Ryan from the transmission, if he was doing okay, because I know that Hawaii had an earthquake. So don't know if maybe you can contact him somehow through email and see if he's all right, what it was like to experience that. Um, since I live in Utah and stuff like that doesn't happen here for some reason. But uh, anyways, love you guys. Um, Steph, we missed you last week. Bye. Oh, I'm like, what's he talking about? <laughs> I did an entire podcast without you. Well, I remember now, but when he said it, I momentarily lapsed Forgot. out. So anyway, uh, yes. Uh, the matter of fact, the first thing that came to my mind was not lost but uh, on, on Hawaii, but it was for Ryan and Jen. I'm I mean, sorry, Ryan and Jen. I do love you, but <laughs> that wasn't my first. I totally forgot that they lived in Hawaii for a moment and how, thought, how is loss going to be affected? Stephanie, <laughs> how I selfish. I know. I'm sorry. No, I seriously, though, um, Ryan, I, I sent Ryan a private uh, email and, and said, you know, hey, I just want to check and see if you guys are okay and and how things are going, and he had responded and said that, you know, they had lost uh, power for several hours, uh, and but everything was fine. There was some shaking and stuff like that, but uh, things weren't too bad. Uh, in fact, he did um, a quite a bit of uh, walking around the town and stuff like that, and where there was a major blackout, and did some, I think, <coughs> took some pictures and put them on Flickr and stuff, and uh, I'm sure if you go, probably if you go to Hawaii Up, that's Hawaii the letter is up.com hawaiiup.com he's probably got it all blogged there so um he he did mention everything's fine and and so uh, things are good there uh angie from dc hi cliff and stephanie this is angie from washington dc i really enjoy your podcast and i'm a big lost fan i just want to comment about uh last week's podcast when you guys were sort of foyer bashing and um you're entitled to your opinion, but I just wanted to know why Kate is on this pedestal, and she's had uh, she, she's not been the nicest person in her past. Uh, I'm not even going to go with the stepfather thing because 
setting the house down on fire and killing him, I could see that. But uh, when she was escaping and she caused the car accident with the marshal, she put his life in danger. And also when she was escaping again and ended up getting her uh, childhood love killed, um, you know, she's kind of been a self-centered person herself. So I just wanted to point those things out and uh, give a shout out for my guy, Sawyer. <laughs> Thanks. Love the show. <laughs> Bye. I didn't know you'd turn me back on. I just did. <laughs> um, they, they're all self-centered when we've never said otherwise. Right. But um, I think that we were misunderstood. We don't have Kate on a high horse. No, absolutely not. As a matter of fact, we don't really, you know, she's not one of our favorites. Definitely not. It's just that Sawyer. It was. It was during. Is really, really not one of our favorites. Exactly. Here's the deal. It. it you never. Our, our bash. Our Sawyer bashing did make it look like we like Kate, but that's not the. I mean, she's not a great catch. Okay. It, it's not. No. Everybody who's listened to our podcast from the beginning knows that Sawyer bashing hardly ever happened here on this podcast. It did not start. That's because we've always said other people to bash. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, Charlie and well, then we had was, Anna Lucia. Well, exactly. There's a vacuum after Anna Lulu died, and and so somebody needed to be bashed. <clears throat> but luckily for those of you who like Sawyer, uh, we're going to be bashing quite a bit of Apollo Bar and Nike, if 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 you will. Wait, don't don't add me into that. <laughs> I'm saying that yes, they were stupid lines, but I'm I'm blaming that on the writers. Okay. Well, we'll see if they change. If they don't change, so, then they might be added to. When us. did the Sawyer bashing start? The Sawyer bashing for me started when the producers of the show made a huge, gigantic, big deal about the fact that in season three, within the first six episodes, Kate's finally going to make her choice. And that didn't even bother me. Is that going to be next week? Uh, I think the the, the lead up to that will be next week. Yeah. Do you love him? Here's the deal. For me... What and it wasn't even that announcement that she was going to make a choice. It was the fanatical skaters out there that just like, oh, she has to pick uh, Sawyer. She has to pick Sawyer. You know, Sawyer's the man, and that kind of got me because it wasn't so much the whole Kate issue. It's just why would anybody say that Sawyer is the man somebody should enter into a relationship with? None of them are really people that you should enter into a relationship with. Rose. Decent woman. She's already in a relationship. In a relationship with Bernard. Uh, Claire. Decent girl. Mm, yes. De- decent girl. Okay. Kylie. Not so much. Hi, this is or Kylie. Ni- Nike. And I was just listening to your latest podcast, which mentioned the Google search on Ben Linus and the sponsored link for Hanzo Adoptions. So I went there because I was on the computer, and I also noticed on the, Google has on the right-hand side those ad sort of links, and the sponsored link on the right-hand side was for hanzoair.org, and the title of it is We Are Hanzo Air, and it says we are no longer Oceanic Airlines Come Meet Hanzo Air. So if you click on that, it's looks like the same person who did the adoption site might have done this one, but I don't know. And it has, on the breaking news, um, Hanzo Air is facing a lawsuit. So 
the front page is titled uh, is dated October 3rd, and it has the official Hanzo Air lawsuit statement. So I just wanted to call in. You know, these things may not be official, but it's always fun to see what's out there. And I guess that's it. So I'm going to listen to the rest of your show now. Thanks so much. Bye. I love all the people who pause our show to call in and to and then finish the show. That's awesome. Jocelyn, thank you so much for calling in. And my thought is that those are definitely not official law sites. I believe that those are sites of people who are very smart and know how to make a pretty decent looking web page and know how to make money off of the popularity of this awesome show. Because I think if you look into some of those links and you click on them somewhere, they have those uh, pay-per-click. Subscribe now or something. Or, well, not subscribe. It's, it's, it's got those things where if you click on it, it pulls up a page that all of a sudden shows you advertisements or a search engine. And whoever made that site is getting money per impression. And so, yeah, they're just making money on click-throughs. But, yes, it is interesting, and, and at least I think they should make money if they're going through the trouble of putting together such a convincing-looking uh, fake site. Hi, it's Jocelyn from Los Angeles again. I was just calling to let you know, I know that you and pretty much all of the po- podcasting world is a big fan of Jorge Garcia, who, of course, plays Hurley. And a little while ago, I was looking around the internet, and there was no fan site for him. Who I'm, he is definitely my favorite actor on the Lost series, and I know he is probably one of yours as well. So what I've been working on is a fan site for Jorge, and I just opened it today. So I just wanted to let you know, and it is at JorgeOnline.com. So it's Jorge, which is j-o-r-g-e-online.com so you don't have to play this on the podcast because I know this is just blatant advertising for it but I know that a lot of the he's been so wonderful calling the podcast and being a part of the fan world of Lost that maybe other people would like to check it out I'm still working on the galleries but there are a couple thousand pictures up there already so it should be up to date within the next couple of days with even more. So once again, it's jorge-online.com and thanks. Bye. No problem, Jocelyn. Uh, feel feel no fear of advertising and self-glorification on the Generally Speaking Laws podcast because I've been known to do that once or twice myself. Anyway, uh, je- definitely go to jorge-online.com and check it out. There are several photos and all kinds of other interesting things all devoted to our favorite actor on the island jorge garcia check it out now for novak from buffalo hey it's novak from buffalo i felt the need to call in since you keep bashing the idea of kate choosing sawyer sure you know if it were real life most people would advise their friend to go with the doctor over the criminal that's understandable But this is TV, and I think that the Sawyer-Kate relationship would make for much more entertaining television than Jack and Kate. Anyway, who says that Kate has to choose either of them? Obviously, she could choose to stay single. However, there are a few characters I would like to have more screen time, and a relationship with Kate would definitely bring that. Unfortunately, Hurley is much more entertaining as a single dude, and the smoke monster just doesn't seem compatible with Kate. 
Maybe she'll hook up with the fat ninja that fought Sawyer. Inconceivable! Still, I'm sure that any of those characters has a better pickup line than Charlie tried on Shannon in Season 1. I caught you a delicious bass. Thanks for the podcast, and as usual, get lost. <laughs> Thank you very we much, stay Novak. Lost. We don't get lost. <laughs> anyway, that was awesome. In fact, I think that's an excellent idea. Mr. What's his name? Uh, oh, I know. I know. It's not Pinky. It's... Uh, Oh gosh, I forget that guy's name. The the fat ninja. And that happens. The, the Colleen's boyfriend. Oh yeah. wait, he's not the fat dude. Uh, anyway, moving right along to Solomon in New York. Yo, Cliff and Stephanie. Yo, this is uh, Solomon from Manhattan, New York. Uh, I was just calling. It's like Tuesday night at seven. Um, I was just calling to promote and plug my new Lost blog. It's called The Lostimist, and it will, I will start blogging um, tomorrow night after episode, season three, episode three, uh, further instructions. And um, it's, the blog's called The Lostimist, um, and it's T-H-E-L-O-S-T-I-M-I-S-T, dot blogspot dot com. Now, if you could just play this call on your show, that'd be great, so people could know it's something I'm really excited about. I've never done it before, and it's something like I'm hoping to get like a good reaction to. So, if you absolutely Solomon, in fact, uh, go check it out. Lostimus at blo- or dot blogspot dot com, and it's not that he's pessimist. It's not that he's an optimist. He's a lostimus. Okay, very cool. He can send us. Uh, the money for that nice little advertisement. I'm just kidding. Anyway, so that's all we have of this listener feedback, and now it is time. <laughs> what are you laughing at now? Nothing. Okay, good. Podcast update. This is a Generally Speaking Podcast Network update. Okay, want to thank uh, Heidi Banda. I believe, or Banda, Banda, Heidi Banda, I believe. And then Jocelyn, who sent us two messages today, Baumgartner. Uh, thank you guys for donating to our, generally speaking, laptop fun drive, which I think I'm going to explain to people how that's working because I think people should know. Uh, and, and I was kind of concerned whether or not I should share this. But anyway, uh, with those donations, we are now at $420 received for the laptop fun drive. However, what I haven't told people is that all this money just gets donated and put into our PayPal account and unfortunately the cost for our bandwidth hosting and our voicemail service that we use to get our listener line stuff in here well those payments are automatically deducted out of PayPal and so while we have collected $420 towards the laptop fund we're really probably around 200 and some odd dollars. So anyway, we're, we're still going to continue to move forward. And if you would like to contribute to that, this is uh, currently a listener-supported podcast. Uh, it's definitely free. We intend to keep it always free to you. But if you are so inclined and God has blessed you with a little extra fundage and you'd like to send it our way, just go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com and click on the PayPal Donate button if you'd like. Now, I do want to mention, uh, generally speaking, Podcast Network update related. In episode number 34 of My Crazy Life, 
I did a podcast titled Buy Term and Invest the Difference. This is just barely over a one-hour podcast. I will tell you that um, I always do live recordings now. I don't edit them, so you get whatever I say off the top of my head. I will tell you the first 20 minutes is pretty boring. It's all very important information, but I didn't do really a hot job of, of <laughs> explaining myself well. And it wasn't until my wife came in in the middle of the recording that I started to really do a, a, a very cool job because I had somebody to talk to about life insurance as I was explaining it, and it really came off a lot better. So if you don't know very <coughs> much about life insurance, uh, I would definitely, definitely suggest that you listen to episode number 34 of My Crazy Life, which you can get to by going to generallyspeakingpodcast.com. On the right-hand side in the menu, there are the show notes. Click on My Crazy Life, and it will take you there. <coughs> and then, Stephanie, we were just watching the commercials for Lost uh, during this episode, and they are getting ready to come out with a show called, what is it, Daybreak? Daybreak. <coughs> Excuse me. And Daybreak is going to be a show that plays after the sixth episode, and during the break, if I'm not mistaken, in the Lost time slot until Lost comes back for its second half, or actually second two thirds, maybe of of season three. Yeah, and I saw I saw on ABC.com the other day that Daybreak is going to be playing on. Well, I mean they've been showing the clip, the trailers and saying Wednesdays, but um, ABC.com says Wednesdays at nine, so it will play <coughs> in our Lost time slot. So I figure why not watch it anyway? Yes, since and, we normally watch TV, and I'm I'm I want to ask our listeners, and uh, we'll go ahead and put a, a listener poll at the, at the generally speaking lost forum, and I want to know specifically from the people in the lost pod net, podcast network feed, uh, we're we are considering going ahead and podcasting about that show during the hiatus mm-hmm. to give us something to podcast about. And those of you who are subscribed to us through the generally speaking lost, uh, or I'm sorry, through the lost podcasting network feed, do you think we should include our podcasting of that daybreak show in the lost podcasting network feed? Uh, I know Jay and Jack did something similar, I think, with their ramble cast, and so that's my question to you guys. And so uh, I'll pose that, and if you want to get to our uh, generally speaking lost forum. If you've not been there yet and haven't registered, you go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com and click on Lost Forum. And even, really, if you have no interest in, in the concept of Daybreak, it's so worth it just to see Tay Diggs. <laughs> okay. Whoever he is, I guess we'll find out. So, <clears throat> anyway, we're uh, that's it. We're, we're done. It is 11.43, and it'll take me just a second to save this. Then it'll take about 14 minutes to upload it to Libsyn. They don't care. Yeah, it, and what's cool is it lost... Will it be up before? It lost starts in 17 minutes for people on the West Coast. Oh. So I've got to go. Until next time, stay, stay lost. lost. You have been listening to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. You can make our show even better with your feedback. Call our listener comment line at area code 413-521-0958 to leave your comments and questions. And please, start with your name and where you're calling from. 
If you would like to contribute to our weekly podcast, simply click on the PayPal donate button on our website at www.generallyspeakingpodcast.com. Join us next week for another edition of Generally Speaking. Thanks for listening.